you know, the message for today specifically, I'm, I've entitled it Resolve to Evolve. <laughs> Resolve to evolve. You know, it is during this time of year that there is a lot of talk around resolutions. You know, we had a burning bowl ceremony on New Year's Eve. It is, it is a common practice to take inventory of our actions, our behaviors, our ways of being, or even ways of not being, we take an inventory of that and we decide on what we want to stop or start in the days ahead. And I'm not going to be talking about resolution so much today, but I want to share with you today through this message, one resolution that you cannot fail to accomplish. And that resolution is to evolve. The resolution to evolve. You see, this resolution doesn't come from our conscious minds. It is the nature of life itself. And so let me start this by telling you a story here. You know, there, there was this little boy who was playing outdoors, and he found the most fascinating caterpillar. And he picked up the caterpillar on a stick, of course, because, you know, they are creepy and crawly. And, and so he picked up this caterpillar on a stick and, and he carefully took it home to show it to his mother. Did, has any of you, have any of you ever done that? Ever find a caterpillar and then, and then just are moved that you have to show this to your mom or your dad or to your teacher that you're going to take care of? You found a new pet and you're going to take it home. And he asked his mother, this little boy, he asked, can I keep it? And she says, well, if you could take good care of it, of course. And so he got a large jar and, from his mother, and he put leaves in the jar for his little caterpillar to eat. And he got a stick so it could climb up and it could survey and look through the jar. And every day he watched that caterpillar and he brought it new, fresh leaves and plants to eat. And one day the caterpillar climbed up on the stick and started acting very strangely. The boy became worried and he, and he called his mother who came and, and she understood what was happening. She understood that a chrysalis was being formed, that, that this caterpillar was creating a cocoon. And the mother explained how this caterpillar was going through a metamorphosis and was in process of becoming a butterfly. You know, the little boy was thrilled. He was thrilled to hear what was happening to his, about the changes that was going on within his caterpillar and, and excited to see the changes as they occurred in his little friend. And he watched every day, watched every day for what his mother told him would occur, that a butterfly would emerge. And one day, it began to happen. A small hole appeared in the cocoon. And his former caterpillar, now a butterfly, began its struggle to come out of the old way of being. At first, the boy became excited. He was going to see his new butterfly, but soon he became concerned because 
the butterfly was struggling so hard and efforting so hard and pushing against this little opening, it looked like it couldn't break free. It looked desperate. It looked like it was making no progress at all. And so as a concerned parent, he had to do something. He had to help. And so he ran to go get a pair of scissors. And then he walked back because he was taught. He was a good boy. He, you don't run with scissors. And when his mother saw him walking past this, and, and, and what are you doing? And she asked him, and he told her, he says, I'm going to help my butterfly. My butterfly needs help. And she went with him and said, no, no, let's just watch and see it evolve. Let's watch the progress unfold and see what happens. And they watched, and it looked painful. But this former caterpillar moved and worked its way out of the confines of that cocoon it struggled and strained and pushed its way out of that tiny opening. And then they watched as this young butterfly hung with its wings, allowing them to dry, pumping its own blood into the veins of that but its wings, causing them to begin to open. They watched that butterfly transform before their eyes ready to take flight to the next chapter of its life. Now, I know that some of us have witnessed, I know for a fact that some of you have witnessed this process firsthand. It's amazing. Have you ever wondered how this metamorphosis actually occurs? I want to share with you a passage from a book. This is by Nori Huddle. And she wrote in her book, butterfly. And I want to share with you the process that she describes of what happens within that caterpillar to cause the butterfly to emerge. And she writes this, the caterpillar's new cells are called imaginal cells. Think about that. Like imagination, they're imaginal cells. And these cells, she writes, resonate at a different frequency. They are so totally different from the caterpillar cells that, that his immune system thinks that they're enemies and gobbles them up. Chomp, gulp. But these new imaginal cells continue to appear. More and more of them, she writes. Pretty, pretty soon, the caterpillar's immune system cannot destroy them fast enough. More and more of the imaginal cells survive. And then an amazing thing happens. The, love, the little, tiny, lonely, imaginal cells start to clump together into friendly little groups. And they all resonate together at the same frequency, passing information one to another. Then after a while, another amazing thing happens. The clumps of imaginal cells start to cluster together. 
a long string of clumping and clustering imaginal cells all resonating at the same frequency, all passing information from one to another there inside the chrysalis. A wave of good news travels throughout the system, lurches and heaves, but not yet a butterfly. Then at some point, she writes, the entire long string of imaginal cells suddenly realizes altogether that it is something different from the caterpillar, something new, something wonderful. And in that realization is the shout of the birth of the butterfly. The caterpillar no longer exists. The butterfly now knows that it is a butterfly. The little tiny imaginal cells no longer have to do all of those little individual cell things that they have to do. Now they are part of a multi-celled organism, a family who can share the work. Each new butterfly cell can take on a different job. There's something for everything to do and everyone is important. And each cell begins to do just the very thing that it is most drawn to do. And every other cell encourages it to do just that. A great way to organize a butterfly, she says. What does this have to do with our theme? Our theme of being grounded in wisdom, yet guided by vision. There's a theme for today, our resolve to evolve. What does this have to do with you and with me? You see, what we have in common with this caterpillar who was on his way or her way or their way to becoming a butterfly, you and I, each of us, are moving through our own metamorphosis. The caterpillar's old way of being ceased to exist. And why? Because there was a new way of being that was introduced into its system, those imaginal cells a new frequency, a new way of being. And eventually it was that new of way of being. You know, a caterpillar eats leaves. A butterfly drinks nectar. A totally different way of being, yet rooted in the same wisdom, the same source. You and I, we've been exposed to many different ideas in 2020. And many of these ideas were not so pleasant, but they have caused us to get clarity on what we do want more of. Isn't that the reason why so many people are ready to shut the door on 2020? Because they know that they don't want that. They know what they do want. We are experiencing our own metamorphosis you know, I looked up in the world of biology, metamorphosis is the process of transformation. Transformation from one stage to another. And then an organism like the, the caterpillar 
it goes from caterpillar to the pupa and from the pupa to this adult butterfly. We don't experience metamorphosis in the same way. Our metamorphosis, the way that we experience metamorphosis is through evolution. We evolve. And I would offer that to you today, that for those of us that are on a spiritual path, evolution is a way of life. Metamorphosis is a way of life. This little caterpillar, when the conditions were just right, that caterpillar started becoming aware of those, those inner changes, the inner conflicts, the inner questions of this is not a match to who I am. This is different than what I've known to be. There was a new idea of butterfly emerging. And when you and I, when we experience discomfort within as a result of our circumstances, in our bodies, in the world of effects, in our workplace, in our relationship, when change happens, we experience pain and, and even suffer. There's this, at the same time, though, an inner response, a new imagination, a new idea, a new imaginal cell in our soul arises. There's a desire for a new way of being, a new way of living. In the face of physical and even spiritual pain of a world that doesn't work for all, that isn't even maybe at times working for ourselves, there arises from within us, there must be another way. There is an imaginal cell. There is an imaginal idea. There is the concept and the desire. There is the knowing that there is another way. And I will find it. I will find it. We find ourselves feeling pain, wishing, hoping that someone could come and cut us out from the cocoon of the past, the cocoon of limiting ideas, the cocoon of beliefs and concepts that no longer are in alignment with the inner truth of spirit within us. We may not even have a clue as how we're going to get through or get out of the spot in which we find ourselves. Does anybody here know what I'm talking about? How about probably most of the human race? going through this pandemic. And you might be not even putting COVID-19 aside, you might be in a spot like that right now, maybe in your relationships, things appearing to fall apart. Well, inside there's the desire for more and better. An imaginal cell, an imaginal idea, a vision being birthed within you that is ready and wanting to take form. Maybe in your finances or in your work or in your body, a diagnosis being given to you. Maybe life feels like you're holding your breath, waiting for the other shoe to drop. This morning, I want you to know if that's you. And I think it's all of us in some way, shape or form. 
I want us to be reminded of the idea that Holmes shares with us the spiritual principle and knowing that involution is the cause and evolution is the effect. Let me explain that a little more. And actually, I'm going to use Dr. Holmes's words about that. He writes in The Science of Mind, this is on page 102. He says, evolution is the process, the way, the time, and the experience that transpires as thought or intelligence or idea or contemplation. This is from abstract being into concrete expression. Consequently, evolution, metamorphosis, is an effect of intelligence and not the cause of it. Evolution is not creating intelligence. Intelligence is projecting evolution. You see, the caterpillar didn't change its form in order to, to, um, to handle the inner changes. The caterpillar went into the cocoon in order to move into the next level of becoming that was expressing from the inside out. You see, the pain that we might be suffering in our lives is simply us bumping up against the cocoon. Cocoon limitations that no longer are a match to who we are inside. The pain that we may experience is that of our inner life moving us. It is moving us. And sometimes it's willing and sometimes it's moving us kicking and screaming. But it is moving us through and out the old structures of our life where there is something more that is possible for us. The butterfly had imaginal cells, the idea within it that could no longer be held back. And when the attention of that caterpillar became so involved in those, in what was happen happening within it and nothing else, when it cooperated with that inner process, it evolved. As individuals, as a spiritual community, as a species, there is the desire within us for a higher experience. That's why we, that's why so many of us want what has been painful or hurtful to end. Because we know there is a higher way. We know that there is the experience of love, joy, and peace possible for us. Do you know all of the spiritual teachers have told us this? Meher Baba, Sri Aurobindo, Ernest Holmes, Plotinus, Jesus the Christ. There is within us an intention. There is spirit within us that is birthing a desire to express through us, as us, and that desire must come first. Involution is the cause of evolution. 
rather than us focused on what's outside of us and trying to fix that which appears to be broken. And the only way we know or can declare it to be broken is because there is this involution that has already occurred within us. Those imaginal cells that is, that is lighting our way, that is pointing our way. And while we may not see it yet expressed outside of us, if we give our attention that which is within, that wisdom that is within, that light that is within, as we become more interested in that, then we begin to see expressed through us and around us the evolution that is seeking to be known. Of course, we have to take action. But spending time and energy with blame and guilt and regret and resentments, operating from a consciousness of us versus them, where they are the aggressor and I am the victim. I can't believe this happened. This always happens to me. It happened at the worst time. I have the worst luck. She shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have said that. Look at what they're doing to me. You see, that's focused on the form while inside what is wanting to be expressed is something larger than that form. If we make space for it, if we allow it to occur and to move through us, cannot fail. I want us to invite you to join me in making a new resolution this year. Even if you don't make resolutions, join me in this one. Let us resolve to evolve. And let's do that by doing our inner work, working with our imaginal selves, that are operating within us. And what are those imaginal cells? They are the divine ideas and qualities that exist within us. Let us resolve to evolve. Now, what can we do to support us in that process? Involution is the unfoldment of an inner process. It's an unfoldment. That's if you look up involution, it's the unfoldment of an inner idea. It's one definition. Evolution is the natural result of that. It follows the inner processes, just like the butterfly. This year, in 2021, let us deepen our roots into the wisdom within us and available to us. Let us stand on the giants, the spiritual giants who have come before us, who have offered us their wisdom so that we can stand on their shoulders and see further ahead than even they did. Jesus said that we would do even greater things than he did. But do we even know what he did? To work with our own involution. There are some very simple things we can do. And, and I'm going to offer you, it. I mean, 
And our mission at Concordia is to equip people with tools for personal transformation and to make the world a better place. And some of the tools that we can tangibly and practically work with, if this is not just um, um, high in the sky, this is just not something that we just, oh, airy fairy teachings. These are practical science of mind. This is why I love it. It's practical spirituality. But let us embrace our spiritual practices this year. What can help us in our process of evolution, the unfoldment of our involution, is to take up sacred study and meditation and visioning. These are some specific practices. Sacred study. Learning the wisdom. Deepening our awareness of the wisdom that we resonate with. And, and taking time through meditation, inner contemplation, and visioning to allow ourselves for these, this wisdom to emerge and to point our way through the vision that emerges. We have here at Concordia some very specific ways to support you this year with some classes, spiritual study to support you this year. If you would like to start, maybe you are new to this process of inner involution. You're new to science of mind. Gina, one of our licensed spiritual practitioners, she's gonna be offering a class. In two weeks, we've got three new classes or three classes that are gonna be starting. Gina's gonna be offering a class called Spiritual Principles and Practices. That's a five week study on Thursday evenings it's going to begin for five weeks on Thursday nights, taking a look at how we can support this process of involution leading to evolution. Gail is going to be offering a six-week meditation class, and it's a reimagining of what we've offered before. So if you've taken meditation with Gail before or a meditation class here at Concordia before, this is going to be a six-week reimagining of that. It's experiential. And so if your intention, maybe you set a resolution. If you're one of those, hey, you're in good company because I set resolutions too. Maybe your resolution is that you wanted to meditate more this year, or even start, join Gail in the class. And Pam is going to be teaching on Tuesdays a powerful class called Exploring the Roots of Science of Mind that's going to be using the wisdom of, of Emerson and Troward and, and Emma Curtis Hopkins, the giants that supported and, and inspired Dr. Holmes, they will support you. This year at Concordia, we're going to be having some new groups starting. We're going to be evolving our ministries to support us in new and larger ways, and not just inside our doors, even though we haven't been meeting in person yet. It's coming. It's coming. You don't have to hold your breath. It's going to happen. But evolving our ministries in ways that will even support those that are outside our doors. One that's come to my mind specifically is here in Rhode Island, the lesbian, the LGBTQ+, all of that. 
those populations, how may we serve them also in awakening to their spiritual magnificence? And so I'm going to be doing some visioning around that. And if you're interested specifically in how you could be a part of that, reach out to me, not by the chat in the Facebook Live, because I don't, I don't see all of those. But send me, you can send me a message via messenger or send me an email if you'd like to be part of that process. Today, what I want to leave you with is instead of us wishing that that change would happen and occur, that the pain be taken away, know that that pain is just a result of the involution within us that is calling us to more. I'm going to share with you a final quote here from Dr. Holmes as we wrap up here. And he writes this also in The Science of Mind. He says that the spiral of life is upward. Evolution carries us forward, not backward. Eternal and progressive expansion is its law, and there are no breaks in its continuity. It seems to me that our evolution is the result of the unfolding consciousness of that which already is and need but to be realized to become a fact of our everyday life. This is what I'm talking about. Let us resolve to evolve this year. This process is already happening. The caterpillar couldn't stop it if, if becoming a butterfly if it wanted to. You and I, spirit is pushing us forward. And when we resolve to evolve, to cooperate with that process, it becomes a joy, a delight. I want to offer you this week an affirmation. This is the affirmation to work with this week. Deep in the wisdom of the ages, I resolve to evolve. You join me in knowing that. Put in the, put in the chat and so it is. Because this is the truth. This is what's going on in 2021. There's some evolution occurring, and I look forward to us enjoying that together. Next.